Let's go back to talking about TNA, Tigertron, and Air Razor. Uh, also canceled by Destination America recently. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Topical insider wrestling jokes. All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the Beast Wars podcast. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. And today we are paying a second visit to other visits. Part oh, two. Doesn't matter anymore. Tigatron and Air Racer are gone. Nothing matters in my life. They're coming back. Well, um, kind of. <laughs> one of them, maybe both of them. It's confusing. We'll cover that when we get to it. Both of them, but with only one. Eh, yeah. it, it'll be yeah. a whole thing. Just say, so, don't call us Pauline Newstone. We'll call. So last time on Beast Wars, everything went horribly wrong. Yeah, yes. the last time we got to see Tigertron and Air Razor, which will be the yep. last time we get to see Tigertron and Air Razor. Okay. They got abducted by aliens. There's a big alien Jiffy Pop thing. <laughs> Everybody's dead. Apparently. The Beast Wars yes. are over. And we have Beast Wars are over. Everybody loses. <laughs> you real all party kill. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, you're doing a D&D joke now? Vox fall, everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> we we do enjoy jokes here at the Stasis Pod. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, uh, we open with, oh, okay, everybody's not dead. Uh, in fact, nobody's dead. Nobody's yep. actually dead, but all of the... Now... What there was one thing that I found a little less explicable than the rest, which is apparently everyone who is not a transmetal got knocked into uh stasis lock by that surge. Yeah. Everyone who is not a transmetal or a fusor. Yes. Now I can people got yeah. locked into state lock got <laughs> knocked into stasis lock too. Which one? Silverbolt. Uh, he's, he's back. He's, he's one of the yeah, ones yeah. who has to take. He he and Cheetor have to presumably fly Rhinox and Dinobot back to the Axelon, which honestly I would really like to see, and sadly yeah. we don't get to see it. <laughs> That's yeah. like this this Silverbolt just like carrying Rhinox in his talons or something. That is how- not an easy load. No, no, not at all. Maybe they had to make so, trips. So I can understand the transmetals, but the fusors are only peculiar because their, you know, their stasis pods were malfunctioning. So I mean, I'll I'll allow it because I'm sure I don't know. Like you could say that their stasis pod got hit by the quantum wave and then. It didn't rebuild them in the way where their robot mode is organic and their beast mode is robotic the way it did to the people who already had their modes established. But Maybe there was some sort of quantum tainting. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I will say that after <laughs> taint, uh, 
after the way that uh, James Roberts has used quantum malfunctions and more than meets the eye, I'm just really disappointed that all this talk of quantum interference and quantum surges has not resulted in any, like, duplicate casts. Yeah. Uh, that would be yeah, more we, interesting. We never get that episode, do we? No, there's no, no evil twin episode. That would be uh, hard to animate. No, well, no. We get kind of two evil twin episodes. That's true. We get evil version episodes and, and evil clone episode, but yeah, no, like total duplicates of the Maximals show up in their evil or something. Yeah, we never get like the alternate reality where the Maximals are the bad guys. Yeah, we never get the mirror universe, the shattered glass. Everybody has a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> But hand-waving to say that the Fusors are also okay, even though that doesn't make as much sense. Well, otherwise, Cheetor has to drag everybody back to base, and then it's just uh, Tarantulas and Megatron inside the dome. Yeah, I mean, there's there's that. That's only really... When the only good explanation is because it's convenient to the plot, that makes me sad. Yeah, it's all true. Yeah. Yes. But that's, we'll allow it, it's a kid's action cartoon. Yeah. And it's it's a kid's action cartoon meant to sell toys. We're kind of lucky we got what we did. Yes. Yes, we are. So anyway, it's uh, Megatron uh, and his remaining troops move in, and then they turn on those uh, fence posts, and (laughs) it forms a giant energy web around uh, the Jiffy Pop. Yes, yep. so Megatron, Tarantulas, and Quickstrike get the Jiffy Pop all to themselves. Yeah, Quickstrike actually has his snake head hiss at the Maximals. Also, yes. before okay. we go too far, I would like to mention that, like, half of the last time on Beast Wars recap that we get is just saying Tigatron and Air Razor are totally together, <laughs> and now we're doing horrible things to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. last time on Aww. Beast Wars, we destroyed your ship. <laughs> We made it, we can break it. So, so yeah. So they just wanted to remind you that, that they have just ship. Oh, so yeah. anyway. Last time on Beast Wars. Bum, bum, ba-da, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Primal and Megatron have a good exchange as the Predacons are going into the alien ship thingy. Oh, oh yeah, that's Megatron, this is totally crazy, even for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't possibly understand what kind of power the aliens are wielding. Megatron says, "I am power." Yeah, Prim- Primal says wow. something about like it's power beyond your imagination, which just made me think of the tagline of the animated movie. Yeah. Is it beyond good and evil too? But yeah, Megatron Megatron's saying, "I am the power." Oh, great! Megatron, calm your tits, man. <laughs> beyond good and evil too. He, he was going to say, have I to have for power, years. Mattel, uh, Mattel complained. Yeah. Yes. He he does not have the power, but he is the power. Yeah. He needs to chill, man. Listen, fabulous secret powers were revealed to him when he found this giant thing of Jiffy Pop. <laughs> <laughs> so I I appreciate when they, they go inside, and they go down this long tunnel, and it's all dark in the tunnel. And I, I suppose I, I don't do my notes scene by scene because that's uh, Rob's job. But uh, but as they they come to the end of the tunnel, the inside of the Jiffy Pop is all, you know, a, a big open area. 
So Megatron and Tarantulas both look at each other, and then they both look at Quickstrike. Yes. Yeah. And it's so good. And then they kick Quickstrike out into the open to see yeah, if listen, anything happens. Quickstrike, Waspinator isn't here, so you're now the Waspinator. Yeah. Yep. He gets promoted to bait or scout. You get the scout yep. head. Just the way that they both look at each other and then look at <laughs> yeah. So great. Yes, Megatron, I may guy. hate you and everything you stand for, but we both love making some putts suffer for us. Yeah, it's like, I'm in charge, but you think you're in charge, but he doesn't have no damn power. Let's kick him in. And then nothing yeah. happens to him. Yeah, I think the no. best part is that it's just them being an asshole to him and then no consequences for him. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Which is because nice. as it turns out, there are no guns lying in wait inside the Jiffy Pop. It's just an open area. It's yeah. just a really cool ominous color scheme and a bunch of weird kind of zombie organic bits. Yeah, it's like organic. Fiber optic it, wires. It almost looks like Tarantulas had designed it because it's kind of like a spidery web design in a way. Or it looks Maybe like they're going to have a raven there. Yeah. Maybe that's why Tarantulas hates the aliens so much. Maybe they steal his designs. Oh. Maybe, but... Th- and this this is the word. Tarantula speaks in beast mode again, and and his beak moves. <sighs> and anyway, the fact that nothing happens to uh, Quickstrike is kind of illustrates part of my problem with this episode. So the last time we met these aliens, they used the entire moon and transformed it into a weapon to destroy the entire planet. Yep. This time they sent this thing a Jiffy Pop, and it sent out a blast that knocked everybody out, except it didn't knock out half of everybody, and now it's just sitting there. Well, presumably it was, I mean, maybe they were basing it on Tigatron and Air Razor, neither of whom have were affected by the Quantum Surge, and so That's true. they, they yeah. miscalibrated. Megatron even, Megatron even objectively brings that up. It's because they've been affected by the Quantum Surge that the alien tech can't see them anymore. And then even Tarantulas brings up that it's made them exactly like the aliens, which makes no sense. But let's go with that yeah, for how, the rest how of the do episode you know anyway, because it makes more sense than anything else we could probably come up with during this episode. Ha- yeah. Have you met but, aliens before, Tarantulas? Are, are you working with Fox Mulder? <laughs> you have but even with that, I mean, it didn't kill the non-transmetals. It just knocked them out. That's true. It knocked out the transmetals, too. It just didn't knock them out for as long. No. Yeah, I mean... Everyone's waking up at the beginning of the episode. They but even then, everybody's just... still alive, as opposed to the last thing, which would have blown up the entire planet. Yeah. It blew up the entire planet. They scorched the surface. And maybe yeah, they this... had a longer... Maybe they had longer to work on that. They, they had real de-escalation. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was actually... That was a weapon in response to what they were doing, trying to kill them. This is just activating another thing like the floating island that had yeah, this is just had another alien system. It's, it's not a well, planet. Also, that was a thing that was like put into place presumably long before anyone actually showed up. Yes. Yeah. Although it is the first one that's interacting with their weird outer space blue tentacles throughout a black void ship. Yes. Yes. And I think... I think we are going to see that thing later on in the series. I think so. So, yeah, I'm sure this is, I guess, being beamed, like, directly from uh, Nexus Zero, where uh, we now know these aliens are from. Because mm-hmm. it's cl- 
clearly, you know, they're the it was just a bunch of tangled vines and stuff beamed down from space and it became the Jiffy Pop base. <laughs> yeah, well or or it beamed down what's inside the Jiffy Pop base that grew something. Yeah, I mean it, it made it silver. You know, yeah, with the aluminum foil outside. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so this thing is not doing nothing. <laughs> nope. But the Maximals can't and get so in because Tarantulas just... hacks into this thing like uh, like Jeff Goldblum <laughs> <laughs> with his with his MacBook. Yes, he manages to pop open a port that is exactly shaped for a golden disc. Uh. <gasps> so Megatron hits eject so that the <laughs> golden disc comes slowly out of his back. We're all disappointed that it cut off before we got to Piano Man. Uh, I mean, the pressure's okay, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know he's just going to get stuck on Tales from an Italian restaurant again. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, outside the Jiffy Pop, Rat Trap uses advanced technobabble to take down the web. Yep. Well, yeah. After... Also, Primal says, blow it, which, again, <laughs> as previously mentioned, I'm 12 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one Primal of says, sketches. blow it. It's... There's there's a lot of talking about blowing in this episode, honestly. There's I mean that's not the the last time that someone will say something about something blowing or blow or you know. It is I probably may- the most exploitable Gary Chalk voice clip that is not from a interview at a convention about him accidentally vomiting while trying to burp. Yeah, at some point we are gonna have to assemble a Gary Chalk soundboard. <laughs> yes. And and one of the things will be blow it. Yes. The rest, probably just him yelling, Megatron! Oh, man. So good. So good. Sometimes crazy works. Okay. So, and also, he puts this disc in, and energy comes down from the ceiling, and it sounds like Gary, like, uh, David K is trying to pass a particularly pesky kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This sounds like it hurts. Yeah, because he, it like, does, and Tarantula's response is perfect. Quickstrike seems concerned, and Tarantulas is just, well, he'll survive. Or he <laughs> won't. Yeah, or he won't. Tarantulas is just like, eh. Welp. Whatevs. The important thing is that this thing stays in the hands of the Predacons, who I'm apparently in charge of if he dies. Yes. Also, I, I do appreciate a... that Quickstrike tries to help by basically sticking his hand in the thing that's hurting Megatron. And it <laughs> You idiot. Surprise. Yep. I mean, uh, Quickstrike could absolutely question Tarantulas' motives. After last episode, Tarantulas went all Predacon no more. Yeah. But Quickstrike would rather fight Maximals, and that's what Tarantulas is suggesting he does. So he's just going to do yeah. it. Yeah, because Megatron, before stepping up to the spot where the golden disc is, told Quickstrike to keep an eye on Tarantulas so he doesn't shoot him in the back, basically. And Tarantula, or Quickstrike is keeping an eye on him by going out to shoot Maximals, so yep. that works, but yeah. whatever. He says, what incarnation again? I'm happy. Yes. And also, oh, yeah. uh, we note here that uh, Tarantulas displays a previously unmentioned loyalty to the Predacon cause. Yeah. Which is going to pay off later in the season. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. And, uh, yeah, so they go out and fight, uh, Quickstrike calls Primal a jar-headed gorilla. Oh, more weird insults. <laughs> I, it must have been a delight in the writer's room to come up with Quickstrike's uh, 
hilarious cowboy isms. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm also just thinking of go go gorillas. <laughs> uh, and meanwhile, back inside, uh Megatron has used this energy and has produced uh a chair. Yeah. Yeah. A comfy chair. A yes. comfy chair. A very flight of the navigator looking comfy chair. I was going to say it kind of looks like a Metron's chair from the New Gods, but uh, yeah, well, it's, it's a little flight of the Navigator. Less of a seat. It, it's got two two big, nice arms with orb discs, orbs on them to rotate. It's, yeah, it's got the, the little handholds. Fortunately, Megatron has two hands now. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Had this it's, happened yeah. last season, he would have just been out of luck. He would have <laughs> yes. had to bite things with the other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he's got two hands now, so he can put his hands on the little flight of the navigator controls, and then Paul Rubens can talk to him. Yeah. Sadly, this this is lacking in the Paul Rubens. But yes. also, it's very convenient that the chair has a back that allows his two little, like, turbine wing things to yeah. stick out. I mean, I assume he kind of made this chair, like, with his mind? Or maybe the Jiffy Pop made it for him. Right. Like, you know... This it, this didn't come standard. Yeah, I assumed it was just like a, the beam determined he was sufficiently Vok-ish, so they sent him down the chair. Yeah. Although yeah. from what we know, I mean, but you know, why would they, Vok we cannot comprehend their their physical forms. Do they I need mean, chairs? Do they have asses? They don't have hands they to get, rotate the little balls. Maybe it scanned him, and from that determined his physical needs. Yeah, maybe. I mean, at least scanned him physically, not necessarily like some advanced biometric scan, but just determined his body shape. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah man, he's okay. Two fan blades. Was not floating skull. <laughs> uh, it kind of reminds me of many, many years ago on a website called Core 77, which is relevant to my day-to-day profession. They mm-hmm. posted a PDF of an article about the periodic table of form, and... They had this thing called C3 continuity, or at least C2 continuity, where they had this kind of ways surfaces interacted with each other. And I felt like the chair very much reflected that kind of surface relationship. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so anyway, we've got this uh, fight going on outside, and it is interrupted by yet another mysterious beam. And in this case, it is coming Uh. from... Well, I guess first off, the Jiffy Pop starts flying, and it it looks exactly like those seed pods. Yes, kind of like a big umbrella. Comes up out of the ground, sort of big organic thing with a thing sticking out of the bottom. Yes, and and also there is a thing about. Oh, also I forgot to mention that Tarantulas curses the the aliens for hiding like rats. (laughs) Says the guy who lives in an actual hole in the ground. Yeah. It's also kind of amusing how Tarantulas and Wickstrick are both kind of fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. When it comes to actually getting out of the base. Yes. Like, uh, we're going to go somewhere else. Mm. So yeah, this, this beam starts coming out, spreading out throughout this canyon, and everything it touches levitates. So Rat Trap hides behind a rock. And also it blasts Primal, so he's down for the count. After we get a really neat scene of him riding, you know, his his monkey board and blocking uh, the shots with his uh, with his maces, yes. it's really That's pretty cool. And I I may be alone in being very fond of Primal's ape mode in oh. his transmetal form. 
No, I, I'm quite fond of it too. I don't mind the eyes, and I think the surfboard is awesome. Yes, I like the surfing part. It's definitely the best surf monkey mode that Optimus has gotten. It's worth (laughs) 10th anniversary did not work nearly as well. Yes. And the surface of this thing starts warping until it becomes Megatron's giant head. Ah, just his giant face pressing out of the Jiffy Pop dome. It's, this is our. That's got to be a appearance. lot of popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like it is going to burn. Drew Barrymore, get that off the stove. So this, this is this is this the second or the third time we've had a giant Megatron head? Second, because uh, we also got a floating holographic head in um, before the storm. Yeah. Yes, that was a pretty great one. Yeah. Got a giant and, Unicron head previously. Oh yes. yeah. Uh, was- and uh, we're going to get the biggest of all giant Megatron heads in a while. Yeah, well, yeah, another two seasons down the road. Don't hold your breath, but it's coming. Yeah. He has the fondness for the shape of his head. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just talking, you know, saying he's, he's got full control of this alien base. He is and, power. Uh, everybody kind of looks like they're embedded in green soda. Mm-hmm. I was thinking jello, but yeah. It's like actively fizzing. It's like uh, trapped in a field of Sierra mist. Oh, yep. so good. Mountain Dew. Or Surge. I think Surge oh, it, is actually Oh, it definitely green. Surge. Surge! Surge! <laughs> and there's Surge light streaming out of Mega, the giant Megatron head's eyes and mouth. And it's silver, and it looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really good. And he says Megatron's- something about there's great work to be done. Yep. He seems remarkably short-sighted when he responds to a question about where the aliens are with, I control their weapon. It does not matter now. But then he seems immediately less short-sighted when he immediately tries to kill Tarantulas. Yes. It was a long time coming, and, yeah, he just dumps him. Sad. Poor Tarantulas. He doesn't 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 just uh, drops him. He just zips everybody back into the uh, the Jiffy Pop, and then the whole base pieces out. (laughs) Yeah. It's going such a long way. Yeah. And that leaves Rattrap, and then Tarantulas. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Oh, no, Tarantulas survived a drop of 100 feet. Yes. Yep. Well, I think we're more concerned that Tarantulas is, you know, holding Rattrap at gunpoint. Well, eh. yes. I mean, Rattrap asks what else can go wrong and is immediately held at gunpoint by Tarantulas. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's and, what you get. Yep. Red Trap even acknowledges that was just, I had to ask, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, uh, we rematerial, the base rematerializes over that, uh, spot where Inferno found the alien disc. Why did they need to teleport to the Arctic? It's right there. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Why. As we learned in the last season, Earth. the Arctic is very conveniently located. I mean, I don't know yeah. if this thing can move under its own power. I think it can just teleport. Yeah, it's it, able to the... hover different heights, but yeah, it seems like teleporting is its main mode of locomotion. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's also more dramatic that way, and we know that Megatron is fond of whatever is most dramatic. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, this is a man who just put his giant head in the side of a thing to talk <laughs> to basically one person. Yes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> if, if he can just teleport out of there, he will do so. Yeah, so he's he's got some sort of special task for Waspinator and Inferno, which Waspinator is very pleased with. Oh, finally, Waspinator, get important job. <laughs> Don't get too excited, Waspinator. Don't get too excited. Aww. 
Back to the Maxwell base, Dinobot and Rhinox are back, but they cannot find the the Jiffy Pop base. <laughs> oh no, even though the Arctic is right there. Yes. Yep. Well, they Maybe didn't think like to look in the obvious place or something. Maybe. Well, no, wait. I, oh, yeah, they did they know that about that? Did they show up late after Inferno got there? Yeah. They never got there, so they didn't know about that alien disc until, I think, Dinobot stole it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, wasn't it that they... And really, it? just until no. Dinobot chose to tell them about it. Yeah. And even and, then, but, they probably didn't What they do it. detect is Rat Trap, and Tarantulas is chasing him. Yep. He's there, too. Tarantulas is coming to dinner. And they just let him inside. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they do significantly outnumber him. I do appreciate, again, like in last episode when we got Rhinox being a little pissy at Dinobot, I do appreciate that they're, they're willing to see that, well, we significantly outnumber him, so we might as well hear him out. Yeah. And if we don't, we'll just let Rhinox murder him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he is uh, He's making a deal. He also makes a very good point, one that Megatron already admitted to earlier in the episode to nobody who would actually be able to expose the plan, but <laughs> Megatron doesn't want to go attack the Maximal Base because he'd rather go accomplish his real goal. And the first thing Tarantulas points out is, he's not coming to attack the base, so that means he has another goal. We need to stop him. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever he's doing, it's probably bad. And if, I, and if I, Tarantulas, am telling you it's bad, it's super bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or at the very least, super bad for me. Yes. It's super bad for me, and it's somehow at least as morally reprehensible as mind-controlling black arachnia. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, he, he quickly, fought after, you know, ragging on the maximal scanning systems, which he is very dismissive of. Yeah. Jerk. He, he finds the base, and he also finds uh, Waspinator and Inferno, who are carrying transwarp cells grudgingly. Aw, poor Waspinator. Waspinator well, Inferno, gru- or Waspinator grudgingly. Inferno, joyfully. Yep. Yeah, he's happy. And Waspinator's like, oh, oh no, important mission is schlepping heavy box. Aw. Any job for the royalty is important. Yep. So the plan <laughs> is now to attack. Back at Jiffy Pop Central, Primal wakes up. Megatron has him in bondage. Oh yeah. His metal gorilla chest glistening. (laughs) As it does. What was in chrome? It's 50 shades of vacuum metal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I want to write this now. Oh, we need to find a good screenshot to just apply the Brasser's logo onto. <laughs> so, and, you know, Primal is concerned, you know, if you're going to Cybertron, the aliens will find Cybertron, but Megatron, you know, I'm going to destroy them, I'm going to destroy the Maximals, and I'm also going to destroy the Autobots. Yeah, Which like, is the what? first we're hearing of this, kind of. Yep. What? Yeah. So Megatron has a plan. And it's weird. And he's doing some good gloating. While he's sitting in the chair, he's wiggling his toes. Oh, yes. And the plan is kind of questionable, considering the maximum power this base has shown so far is an EMP that temporarily knocks out, but doesn't actually permanently take offline anybody who's been hit by it. Yeah. 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 Some tractor beams and some guns. and It's best... It it can teleport. That's a nice trick. I guess he thinks he's going to, like... 
rally the Ma- the Predacon Alliance behind him. I think that's the first time we've heard about the Predacon Alliance. Yeah, early. Yeah, okay. that's interesting. This is probably the first example of Megatron having delusions of grandeur rather than just a plan. Yeah, yeah he's actually kind of nutty in this one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think Dinobot had a point in Maximal No More that Megatron's sort of gone off the deep end at this yeah. point. Yeah, because he's how, lost it. How is this ship really that much more powerful than the ship they already had than crashed? Well, yeah. it works. It's, it's functional. Shiny, and... It works and it teleports. Other than that, eh. I'm sorry, does my ship have my giant face on it? No? Okay, this one's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's entirely Meg- possible that he, you know, has... That that he knows of things that can do that have not been made evident to the viewer yet, but... But you'd think he would have used them by now. Oh, well, he's saving them for the Autobots, apparently. Maybe a surprise. Oh, maybe. <gasps> surprise. Surprise, my giant head. <laughs> yes. And also, I guess he's going to... Optimus Primal's going to be his trophy, which, I mean, you know, we, we all like Optimus Primal, but it's not that impressive. <laughs> not how really. Command he is. They might not even recognize him. You know, yeah. Okay, yeah. I know Optimus Primal, but I'm pretty sure he wasn't a gorilla. Yeah, he was a truck, not a monkey. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> different guy. Mm, completely different color scheme. Yeah, he's so shiny. Yeah, he was <laughs> red and blue, not blue and maroon. Optimus Primal was definitely not that buff. No. He didn't have that board. He didn't have the flying surfboard. You don't, you don't know anyone who surfs? Yeah. And yeah, this is now the third time that Optimus Primal has been stuck inside an alien base. It's getting kind of old for him at this point. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. always getting tied up by the aliens, Just man. Hanging out. Kinky. Hanging out. I think he's into us. Yeah, maybe he's just into it. Maybe he's just always throwing himself at chances to get tied up by aliens. <laughs> no, please, don't. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> little t- little tighter on the left, a little tighter on the left. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I will not give it oh, to you. Do not prod me with your energy things. No, no, that's... Ah. Uh, lower? <laughs> <laughs> a little to the left. I have an itch. Anyway, it's we got like ten minutes left in the episode. It's time to fight. Yep. Yay, hey. fight scene. Assault this, on the alien base. This is a really cool action scene. Yeah. And basically everything to the end of the episode is just all action scene. Yeah. Which is... There is a a diversionary attack, which uh, involves an amusingly buccaneering sequence with uh, Cheetor. Yep. Silverbolt gets a good shot in on his bombing run, and then Cheetor flies in and delivers the mother of all double axe handles. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they do a surprising amount of damage to this ship. Yeah, they take yeah, out they... like a quarter of that weird stem thingy. Yeah, yeah but the Dino bottom thing. Blast with his eye beams. Rhinox has the old chain guns of doom. Oh yeah. This thing is not that yeah. impressive. No, it may it... actually maybe out of maybe made out of tinfoil. Yeah, yeah. this ain't gonna survive. A little delicious popcorn. Mm. Single fight on Cybertron. It's like four guys shooting at it and are taking it down. Megatron, bad plan. Bad, bad plan. Not as great as he thought it was. No. While this is all going on, Tarantulas and Rattrap are infiltrating the base, and unfortunately this bit is short, because I really wanted more Tarantulas-Rattrap interplay. Yeah, instead we just get them diving in on ropes and then 
Tarantula's telling Rat Trap where to go, and then Rat Trap going, yeah, you go for, oh, he's already gone. <laughs> he just turns his back. <laughs> Probably should have seen that one coming. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah, he, he, Rat Trap bursts in. Magtron's about to teleport this thing. I guess it'll teleport it to uh, near space where that portal thing is, and that portal will take them to Cybertron. Well, he's getting the transwarp cells, so yeah. presumably, mm-hmm. I, I would have guessed from that that he was using the transwarp stuff to take them to Cybertron. Okay, yeah. that was but, yeah, my assumption as well. They probably have to teleport outside of like planetary space or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gravity well, you know. Or yeah. they could just not and blow up the Earth in the process. <laughs> yeah. That would take care of the Autobots. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, what? Hey, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> and we're getting a countdown with the alien symbols on the golden disc, which just makes me think of Predator. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Retro busts in. He frees Optimus Prime. We get a nice uh, gorilla versus T-Rex battle. Oh, yes. Mechanicon versus Mechagodzilla. It's that a really good nice. because Megatron... Traps... Hmm? Go ahead. Megatron uses his pinchy tail as an extra arm. Which is nice. He doesn't. I don't think he's done that before in beast mode. Rat Trap's diving shots are pretty awesome too. Like Megatron tries to taunt him, but you should have made your shots count. Oh yeah. And then Optimus just says, "Oh, he did." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then attacks him from behind. He suddenly freed from his bondage, Optimus. Yeah. So, yeah, he did. And unlike the fights between Megatron and Optimus in the first season, which were very much King Kong versus the T-Rex, this is in midair since they can both fly now, so it's great. Spinning around. Flying King Kong versus a flying T-Rex. Oh, and it's It's kind of cheating. Like I kind of like season one one's better because they didn't involve just... Them spinning in a ball in midair. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like... mo- it's close quarters midair fighting, which is kind of weird. And yeah. The the inside of the dome, I, it reminds me of something. I it kind of reminds me of. Have you guys seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space? No. Yes. No. The, yeah. The, maybe the final fight in that, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's it's sort of shaped like a big top inside because it's really high, <laughs> wide dome. With weird stuff on the walls. It just doesn't have a literal giant clown trying to step on somebody. So this is a dinosaur in a monkey. Optimus is relying on, me- on uh, Rat Trap to stop the teleport sequence, and Rat Trap has one way of stopping bad things from happening, and that's demolitions. <laughs> yes. It works. I so do he- appreciate that even in his transmetal form, he's still got the forearm bombs. Yep. Yeah. So he blows up the chair. Meanwhile, Tarantulus is down in the pits of the alien base and he set up the transwarp coils to blow. And apparently they figure out that that's what Tarantulas did. So they're like, oh, it's going to blow. Wait, it's, it's going to blow and, more blowing. Lots of and blowing. also Tarantulas is taking some sort of data tracks. Yeah. He's getting a he's, copy of the golden disc. Copy? Like he was, oh, he was downloading the data disc? tracks to the transwarp coils. I don't think he actually got a copy of the golden discs. But yeah, it was hard to tell. I could be wrong. Because he was just hanging upside down and muttering things about who knows what Taking crap. <laughs> it, it's a real Mission Impossible kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's a real Mission Impossible to... thing in that the, they really have absolutely no idea what's actually going on, and they can pretend it's whatever they want it to be later on. <laughs> yes. Nobody's wearing those uh, hilarious masks, though. Oh, yeah, those are great. Yeah. It wouldn't really work, though, because uh, kibble. Yeah, no. That's the way who people are. 
Oh, hey, that's Optimus Prime. Wait, no, that's Optimus Prime was hit on Tarantulus's body. <laughs> yeah. That's disturbing. It's so disturbing. Yeah, that, that can kind of work if you have your two different kinds of cars, but when everybody's a different animal, it doesn't work. Yep. Not so much. So, yeah, everybody hightails it out of this place, including Megatron, who, after a nasty encounter with one of the uh, fiber optic cables that's running through this thing. Yep. Got some nice getting electrocuted animation there. Yeah. I feel like Optimus really wanted this to be the time where Megatron gets blown up instead of him, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't really get it to pull off quite that way like he wanted. Alas, he is not the schemer that Megatron is. Oh, I win this time! Ah, crap, he got out faster than I did. Oh, well. is this time you lose, Megatron. Aw, uh, that would win. I think that's like a direct callback. Yes. Yeah. That would be a callback to the series finale from season one. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but now he's giant Jiffy Pop face makers blowing up. Alas. Poor Megatron. Uh, so hungry. <laughs> uh, hungry for power, that is. Yep. And also popcorn. So everyone gets out, and then the thing teleports out into space and blows up the invisible alien teleportation thing. Yep. Yeah, which is weird, but whatever. It was a big explosion. They even note, wow, that is a huge explosion. (laughs) Yeah. An exceptionally large explosion. Yep. And then everybody remembers that, oh, right, Pegatron Air Razor. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's right. We're supposed to be sad about that. Yeah. Well, if they're still out there, we'll we'll get them back. Spoiler, we won't. As long as they're sparked, they will find them. And there are two bright stars in the sky, and oh, everybody's sad again. I'm sad again. Also, so, like logistically speaking, Maximals are down two, Predacons are down one, because Tarantulas isn't going to help them anymore. Yeah. yeah. They're about evenly matched now, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Let me, I'm doing the math here. I guess... Because it, it was five on five, right? Well, no, right. it was... Then, then they both got two, and then they both lost yeah, no. two. So, with Tarantulas, they're actually, the Maximals now have an advantage. Yeah. Oh, man. Because they both got a Fusor, and they both lost, and the Predacons lost, Trent lost, uh, Pterosaur and Scorponok, and the Maximals have now lost, uh, Aerazor and Tigatron. So the deciding piece here is Tarantulas. But he's being a jerk to everybody. Yes. But, uh, spoilers, we're about to even the score here. <laughs> yep. Well, next time. Next time on Beast Wars. So, yeah, this, this two-parter, I, I, you know, I enjoyed this second part. There's a lot of fun action. Yeah. Yeah, the second part's good. But it, it whizzes by because it's mostly action. Yeah. yeah. And this doesn't really affect the long-term plot. <laughs> a little hint as to what Megatron's plan is, and there are some subtle hints about Tarantulas, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And we aren't going to see hide or hair of these aliens until the series is almost over. No. Yep. Yeah. And then we will see... That they're really just giant skulls. Sneaky little... Yes. Not really that incomprehensible. A bunch of living Oingo Boingo covers. Yes. And so, yeah, that... uh, Yeah, it's it's the best of the mid-season two-parters, but that does not make it great. Yeah, it's like being the best of the clip shows, almost. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's quite as bad, because it's original content, but... Yeah, Yeah, and you know, it's... 
Beast War, so it looks great, and there's, you know, good voice acting, and there's snappy gags. It's just, our, our complaint is mostly that, that this takes Tigatron and Air Razor away. That's yes. my complaint. They're finally making them a couple. No, my ship. My ship. Just barely. The ship was christened moments before it was sunk. They, they hit it with that bottle of champagne too hard and uh, must be Oh, it's too sad. I'm too sad. I have to go be sad now and eat popcorn, sadly. Yeah. Oh, what what would their ship name even be? Tiger Razor? Airtron? Catbird? Catbird. Uh-huh. Mm. Know that their Razor ship Tron. name is... <laughs> Falcat. Falcat. Uh, Tiger Hawk? Uh, yeah, that's yeah, the that's, ship, that's ship name. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course, because she's a falcon. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Tiger Falcon just doesn't. Tiger <laughs> Falcon doesn't work as well. We, we we accept as read some of the dumb. We have Cheetor and Rhinox. This is true. And we we like them. It's just we can I mean, accept it would be like if Rhinox turned into a hippo. Yeah. Oh, good point. But... Blue Newstone. This Cheetor, <laughs> Cheetor doesn't really turn into a cheetah anymore, kind of, does he? I mean, he's he, kind of spots like on hats, but hands. He looks yeah. more like a leopard now. Well, it's still cheetah-style spots on his... I, guess. I think you're overestimating the differences between a cheetah, a panther, a leopard, and... Those big cats aren't really that different genetically. No, but no. but the cheetah is more different than the rest, because it doesn't have retractable claws, it's skinnier, it well, I, okay, it does on the same. I mean, the, the, cheetahs are all, the cheetahs also cheetahs are all super inbred. Yes. Something happened to the cheetah species thousands of years ago that reduced them to like a handful, and they're all descended from that handful. Yeah. Or Maybe it was Cheetor. <laughs> it's Cheetor's fault. Yeah. He freaked that uh, that pair of cheetahs out so bad in the pilot that they never bred again. <laughs> Is di- and every cheetah that sees him on Earth just dies of shock because he can't stop talking to them. <laughs> the talking oh, their myths and legends of the talking cheetah. You don't want to see the talking cheetah. You will become sterile, and be ostracized from the clan. <laughs> and later he's a robot. It's even worse. Yeah. You don't want to see the talking cheetah. He'll screw everything up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Actually, it's- that's the thing. We haven't seen any other animals. Other than a frog this season, have we? No, we have not. Hmm. Yeah, I think. I guess it would look weird seeing the transmetal animals next to actual animals. Yeah, well, there's still a couple guys who are still animals. That's true. Although I think this might be the last time we ever see Rhinox's beast mode. They've also yeah. really been playing up the whole the Earth, Earth got scorched, totally scorched, and yeah. there was nothing left except for what pops out out of the ground after. It's been over for quite a while. Yeah. Although, oh, and actually, now that I think about it, we're going to see some birds, uh, not the next episode, but the one after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to see another animal who we have yet to see. Yeah. The most dangerous animal of all. <gasps> the crab? Uh, no, 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 no. Not, not that episode. <laughs> the one after that episode. The crab. Uh, oh, yeah. Those animals. Think Twilight Zone or the Scary Door. <laughs> <laughs> it the turns dark. out it's man. 
Oh. Well, that, 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 that's a ways away still. Yep. But it's two episodes away. Oh, yeah. That's... Wow. Yeah, this oh. season... Exercise our tear ducts. Yeah, yeah. The, the next... Well, the next I'm, I'm minor warmed up. Be... Minor warmed up. Yeah, but uh, uh, before that, we've got... Next time, we're going to be covering a very good episode about a bad spark. <laughs> yep. Sweet. But uh, that next then, recording session, we have all the feels. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, pretty First, much... The scary feels. Every recording session till the end of the season, I think. Yeah. There's going to be some feels going on. Just different this is types This was basically the top of the roller coaster, and from here on out, it is just the downhill corkscrew of... <laughs> going down the hill, going out. We're hitting the part where they take your picture. Yeah. <laughs> So no flash in the camera, guys. You're screaming, you're crying, you're covered in water. Next, The next six episodes, people. Bad Spark, Code of Hero, Transmutate, Agenda 1, Agenda 2, Agenda 3. Oh, man. That's, that's rough. You couldn't choose six more substantial episodes of Transformers than this. Yeah. Yeah, it might be the finest stretch of Transformers fiction ever. Or at least Transformers televised. Right? <sighs> oh, yeah. definitely televised. Ah, comics... I'm not sure even, like, even more than meets the eye has six issues in a row that are this good. Yeah. That's kind of to more than meets the eye's credit, though. That's yeah. kind of a better thing pacing-wise. Yes. Like, yes. They take their time, give you time to breathe. This is just, holy crap, one thing after another. <laughs> yep. But until we hit those, you can uh, still find us on Twitter at @stasispod, on Facebook at facebook.com slash stasispod, and on Tumblr at stasispod.tumblr.com. And our RSS feed is hosted on iconunderground.net. Or if you prefer, you can also get us on iTunes, and uh, while you're there, rate and review us. That'd be great. And if you would like to, uh, if you'd like to uh, get in touch with us uh, via the old email, then please write into the old Maxa mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. So until next time, I'm Rob. I'm Jen. I'm Alex. And I'm David. I have important job. Another visit to another to other visits. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. I don't know if my voice is ready, but I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. I, I like the Christian Bale thing you've got going. <laughs> I'm Batman. Swear to me. <laughs> Where's Harvey? It's the world's greatest detective. That's why he's got to find out where Harvey is. Like, like, yelling at people. Where's the detonator? Where is it? Demanding that other people tear. Tell him. Doing it. Oh, I tell him he is a good detective. 
Sherlock Holmes never did a silly voice. Well, unless you count Benedict Cumberbatch's regular voice, which is kind of silly. Yeah. Uh, it's extreme. I feel like those Batman movies are not going to age well. Mm. I liked Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is probably the best of them. I still enjoy Dark Knight Rises a lot, just for Bane. Bane, yes. Bane is fun, but Bane had already not aged well by the time it got to theaters. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't care. It, it works for me. Bane was I... campy and ridiculous and fun and awesome, but that totally didn't fit with the tone of the Christopher Nolan movie. That <laughs> no, Christopher it doesn't, Nolan's which is why I like it. I can't forgive them for not making Bane a luchador. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, yeah he been. I, I can never forgive them because I was very fond of Secret Six Bane at that point. And He's not not a luchador though either. I mean, you could totally write a comic about how, in between being this horrible crime boss, he tried his hand at professional wrestling. Yeah, but the problem yeah. kind of looks more like a Russian wrestler with a mask on. With that big- That's kind of true. Yeah. All right, let's do stuff. I'm I'm remembering that I have actual work to do tonight, and it's making me sad. Enough okay. about Boris Bainatov. Let's go back to talking about TNA, Tigertron, and Air Razor. <laughs>